This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. A pleasure to be welcoming in right now Hudson Reilly, who is Senior Vice President of Research for the National Restaurant Association, who I understand is also a Wharton School MBA. So, Hudson, welcome back into the Wharton family for a little while here. Well, thank you. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Great to have you with us. All right. It's it's obviously, I think, a very unique time to talk about the restaurant industry, where it is right now, uh, coming off of three years of pandemic, now dealing with inflation. What's your read on kind of the state of the industry right now? Uh, 2023 is certainly the most normal year for the restaurant industry since uh, 2019. Uh, but it's certainly important to note that it, it is an entirely different new normal. Uh, this year, despite the host of challenges, restaurant industry sales will reach a record high of $997 billion. It's an incredible amount. The industry employs 15.5 million people, and there are over 1 million restaurant locations across America. But uh, even though it is a juggernaut of an industry, it's important to note average daily sales for a typical American restaurant are just roughly $2,500. So it, it, it still really is a a small business industry, and uh, it's an industry that uh, consumers have remained pretty resilient in their spending so far. And so looking towards the remainder of this year and into 2024, uh, that is expected to be continued. But uh, the challenges for the restaurant operators themselves uh, in many cases are unprecedented. Looking at what's gone on with not only labor costs but as well as uh, food costs, uh, it really has been a double whammy and has put pressure on those, those pre-tax profit margins. Uh, but How in the much end, is, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, go, go ahead. Go ahead, finish up. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I mean, as you know, consumers love to use restaurants. About 90% report that they enjoy going to restaurants. You can't get 90% of consumers to agree on anything. Uh, <laughs> but in terms of prioritizing their spending, and the essentiality now that the industry plays uh, in the typical American life. Uh, it, it is a time of return to more normal operating patterns, but there's still some substantial differences. You mentioned the labor component a little bit ago. There's been lots of focus, you know, when we get the monthly jobs reports on uh, uh, jobs added in that sector. Uh, and there have been a lot added in the last 18 months, but it still sounds like that there are some staffing issues out there with restaurants. Yes, the, the National Restaurant Association surveys hundreds of restaurant operators each month and has for many decades. And currently, the top challenge is recruitment. Uh, well over a third of operators report that uh, the ability to retain and, and attract staff and it does vary substantially by segments of the industry. So, for example, if you're looking at table service operations, uh, as a result of that on-site shutdown during the pandemic, table service on-site restaurant traffic still remains down compared to the pre-pandemic levels. Conversely, if you look at what the industry calls off-premises traffic, which, for example, is takeout, delivery, drive-through, curbside, that off-premises traffic levels remains up compared to what it was uh, pre-pandemic. So in that capacity, 
the employment loss in the industry in table service is still substantial, about 230000 Yeah, But if you look at the quick service segment, which is extremely convenience-driven, employment levels uh, in there are, are substantially up. So uh, overall, the industry has about 70 distinct segments within it. And as you know, at any point in time, even during recessionary times, certain segments of the industry uh, will continue to grow and, and others re- can remain under pressure. But overall, the consumer shifts their spending towards the restaurant meal solution arena. And, and by that, I mean, if you look at all food spending in America today, uh, over half currently is allocated towards that restaurant community. And uh, yeah. going back 1955 was just 25%. So even though there are ebb and flows in industry growth, as the decades tick past, uh, the consumer continues to shift their spending towards that away from home. How much has the, the digital component, and maybe even more specifically, the delivery apps, uh, impacted the industry? Obviously, giving a lot of businesses a new way to be able to reach the consumer uh, that maybe they didn't, you know, really use or, or have to their uh, available availability uh, just a few years ago. You're absolutely correct, Dan. In other words, when you look at technology integration into the overall restaurant industry, the pandemic basically accelerated that investment into uh, the different technology arenas. And uh, for the typical restaurant operator, they look at technology integration in three distinct areas, uh, front of the house with the customer sees, the back of the house, uh, which is the administrative management inventory control, and then through the smartphone. And uh, if you think of you being a restaurant customer, in terms of the front of the house, what do you see now? You see much greater flexibility and availability of kiosks, video menu boards, beacon technology. In the back of the house, which is sometimes even more important, the investment in the uh, management and, and financial systems, and uh, through the smartphone is a new frontier for sure. And what these technologies are enabling is, in essence, the development of absolutely new business models for the restaurant industry. And some of these business models have entirely different income statements, entirely different physical footprints, and entirely yeah. different labor and, and food cost operating structures. So. As the years continue to to click by in the future, many of these new business models just become part of of the underlying basis of the restaurant industry. And some of these new business models don't even have public access. And in many ways, the definition of what constitutes a restaurant in America continues to change. In, in, In other words, now many in the industry look at it in terms of points of access. And particularly with off-premises traffic remaining above the pre-pandemic levels, uh, increasing those points of access decreases the amount of time that that food and beverage spends in transit. How much uh, have you also heard uh, from restaurant owners around the impact of interest rates, especially over the last year, year and a half, uh, with the impact that it might have on a business owner that wants to expand their operations and, and maybe make improvements and the challenges that maybe they're facing in, in doing that because of, of the rise of interest rates. 
Once again, that's absolutely correct. In other words, uh, the, the operator surveys indicate that there's there's greater challenges regarding the, the higher interest rates. I will say the industry has become pretty innovative in developing new uh, revenue streams. So, for example, uh, with the advent of technology, you see more meal subscription programs. You see more loyalty systems. And perhaps the most interesting is the, the development of flexible menu pricing. And, and so, as you know, I mean, the hotel industry and the airline industry for decades have had the ability uh, through yield management to change pricing in real time. So mm-hmm. now with the integration of technologies in many of these operations, it's entirely possible for operators to change menu prices by time of day now as well as day a week. So that can result in not only generating uh, more demand, but also shifting demand to less off-peak periods. So there's a lot of innovation going on in that pricing arena and also the ability in these high uh, menu price inflation times to use loyalty systems to uh, have reward systems for food and beverages. So it's it's a rapidly evolving space in, in terms of pricing, how the consumer pays and, and orders restaurant meals has changed and will continue to change uh, pretty substantially. But uh, in the end, it's still a hospitality industry. And uh, as you know, yeah. if for your last restaurant experience, that price paid for the value received Every consumer makes that decision, and if it doesn't meet that expectation, uh, can be quite quick to vote with their feet with over a million locations. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Hudson, great to have you with us. Thanks very much, and look forward to maybe uh, running into you on uh, on campus next time. Sounds good. I appreciate it, Dan. Talk to you soon. Thank you. You too as well. Hudson Raley, who is a Senior Vice President of Research for the National Restaurant Association. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.